We're back, baby. <laughs> Let's go. Ghostlight season two. It's been a minute. Season two. Yeah. Welcome back. Welcome back. Everyone. Or our s- faithful listeners. Our, yes. Our loyal listeners. We are so excited too because we were just talking about how this season is going to be a little bit like more loosey goosey, like just hang out vibe and talk about haunted theaters. Like, yeah. which maybe that's what it was before, but it's just going to be a little bit like more relaxed, I think. Just kind of us hanging out and... We get to record in person. That's what I was going to say. Which We're, is like the yeah. main thing. Which already makes it more loosey-goosey to me. Right. I mean, I feel a lot more comfortable not recording on Zoom. That was not easy. No, it was hard. And it was hard. It's nice to look at you in the eyes. Yes. Well, I guess we could do that on Zoom kind of too. But yeah, but really. like not really. Yeah. And like the other thing too, it was hard. It's like doing it on Zoom, it, you, uh, it, it's so much easier to lose focus. Yeah. Like, oh my God. I mean, cause you're just staring at your computer screen and, and you just like space out. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm sure everyone knows the struggle of yeah, Zoom. Like the Zoom, Zoom struggle, is right. like such a pain. Yeah. Right. So here we are. Here we are. In person. Recording season two of Ghostlight. Yeah. And, and Leah and, and Mercedes are still our script keepers and they are so excited too. And they're going to be joining us on the season finale of Ghostlight yes. season two. Which will be really exciting. So I'm excited for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How have you been? <laughs> oh, you know, uh, for the past year. I mean, it's been a minute, yeah. but we've been friends. <laughs> but the yeah. listeners don't We've know. stayed friends. Anyways. <laughs> we had a falling um, out. <laughs> yeah. We haven't talked since season one ended. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I've been, I've been good. Things have been good. It's been um, a really eh, great summer. Very fast summer. I don't Quick. even remember August happening. I just, it felt like it was summer and then it was September and now it's October. It's October. Dude. That's like not okay. No, it's pretty trippy. It's almost 2022. Like, I feel like yeah, it's still, I'm still in 2020, mentally. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Like, if we were still in school, I'd be writing 2020 in all my papers. You know what <laughs> so I mean? Like, true. that was always yeah. such, like, a weird thing. Um, but, yes. So, I'm doing good. Happy and healthy. Yeah. To quote Olivia Rodrigo. And I'm doing good. How's Ahsoka, the pup? The pup. She's turned a year. She's good. She's a good girl. She's a really good girl. She's, she's smart. Girl. And she's sweet. And... We, we go on longer walks now, and we have more fun together. She goes to daycare now, and she lives. She has, like, friends now. She has a whole little <laughs> system of life now, which is exciting. How's Daisy? Daisy's great. She's uh, sitting right with us she's on the here. table. She's, like, she's literally a co-star yeah, at this point. Yeah, she is. She wants to be involved in everything. I love that. I love it. Lo- give me a good social cat any day of the week. Yeah. And Daisy's worth the hype, y'all. I just got to say. She's worth cool. the hype. She's like twitching around right now. Anyway. She's, she wants to sit on mom's lap. <laughs> yeah. She's like, podcast her lap, please. Maybe she wants the mic. <laughs> yeah, she honestly probably does. She's looking right at it. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, so cool. what haunted theater are we starting season we two with? We are starting off with the Eugene O'Neill Theater. I love that for And us. this was written, me too. This was written by Mercedes. Great. We love. We love Mercedes. Um, okay, so should we just jump right in? I kind of think we should. I'm excited. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so to get into the history, should we explain the structure again? Oh, yeah, like a little recap would yeah. be, that's a good idea. Okay. Yeah. So first, we're going to get into the history of these theaters. Yes. And then we're going to get into the hauntings or supposed hauntings yes. of these theaters. And then there's a little bonus section that we're, we do every episode um, that is just like, how would you describe it? It's like like maybe like cryptids or like urban myths, like sort of like like local lore type of things. Yeah. Like just like little deep dives into like not necessarily like ghost paranormal stuff, but other sort of like 
weird and yeah. wacky, wonderful things. And not necessarily theater related. Right. Totally. Yeah. Right, right, right. But That's just a, like little fun things. Another important distinction. Mm-hmm. Okay. So anyway, there's your recap. Love that. Thank you for the recap. I'm ready to learn all about this history of the As am I. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. Yeah. That's another thing too is like, is like, is with our, with these wonderful scripts that are so graciously prepared by our script keepers, like I, we're kind of like going into it a little bit more like we're getting like, um, what do you call it? Like you're getting briefed on like, or like, we're like, mm-hmm. we're like basically be like, imagine, picture this listeners. We are handed <laughs> a manila envelope all about this haunted theater and we are opening it together for the first time yes. and, and try like just briefing ourselves and briefing you and we're all on this ride together. Live. Yeah. Yes. So who knows? Who knows what can happen? Yeah, really, we don't. (laughs) We definitely don't. (laughs) Okay. So for the history of the Eugene O'Neill Theater, this theater first opened on November 24th in 1925 and was designed by the architect Herbert J. Crapp. Okay. That's a name. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. For the Schuberts. We know the Schuberts. Yes, we know them. We know them well. Uh, they are a, for people who don't know, they are a like big theater or, uh, family. Yeah. Family, like organization. I guess they, they own a bunch of theaters. Yeah. Um, a lot of Broadway theater specifically. Yeah. And others, I think. But anyway, originally it was the Forest Theater named for Edwin Forest and was a theater hotel complex. (gasps) That's a fun idea. I live, I would love to stay in a a hotel that I had at like an actual theater in it. Like not yeah. like, you know, like a, yeah, I think that'd be pretty fun. Like a producing theater. Yeah. That, yeah, that would be fun. That'd be really fun. Ooh. And then all, and then if you're going, never mind. It'd also be kind of fun because like, <laughs> I don't know where I was you're gonna going to jump into that. a whole thing, but it didn't seem <laughs> pertinent. But I will, well, here's something that's not pertinent, but kind of fun. Is it also just be fun to like go see a show at like the hotel you're staying at and like, you know, like all like the actors and like stuff and crew would like be at like the hotel bar oh, afterwards or something yeah. like that. Like that's kind of a fun vibe. Oh, and I bet they would stay there if they were like out of town or Oh, true. That's an interesting fun. point too. Okay. Love so it. So more theater hotel complexes, please. Yeah. Please build one <laughs> if you're hearing this. <laughs> and you know who you are. <laughs> In 1945, it was renovated and renamed the Coronet Theater. And not long after, in 1959, the owner at the time, Lester Osterman, changed the name once more to the Eugene O'Neill Theater after the famous playwright. We know Eugene O'Neill. We do. Yes. Again, not personally, but we know. Yes. We, know. <laughs> we had had to read. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that, but we read him in college. Yes. <laughs> um, Neil Simon owned it for a bit, too. Oh, that's random. That's fun. Yeah. Um, but then in 1982, he sold the O'Neill to the current owners. J- Sorry, Daisy was in my way. Jujim, Jujimson. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they just sold it to the current owners. Yeah, know. they sold it to the current I'm not owners. Sure how to say that word. Who were a giant Broadway corporation? Love that. Essentially, great. There's probably some Broadway people out there, not like Broadway people out there, but like Broadway fans out there who are like, how do you not know Jujimson? <laughs> but peace and love. Yeah, we don't. <laughs> uh, some of the big shows to first open at this stage include Big River, Spring Awakening, uh, and <sighs> the Book of Mormon. 
Oh, I guess I knew that. Why was I thinking this like wasn't a Broadway theater? I was like, <laughs> I was like how did all these start there? <laughs> You're like, wait, what's the Eugene O'Neill Theater? Um, have you been to this theater? You saw Book of Mormon on Broadway, didn't you? No. Or you saw the tour? I've never even seen it at all. What? I thought you saw the tour. I know tour. all the music. I know. Isn't that kind of shocking for like a theater person? Yeah, no, I, it's, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's not that, I mean, listen, problematic, I don't know, it's kind of an odd show. Spring Awakening, Well, I yeah, also, but I feel like everyone's seen it. Oh, yeah, he, Chase, all of you, all of you listening, Chase hates Spring Awakening. I really just don't like it. I mean, that's pretty, pretty problematic, too. It's entirely problematic, <laughs> and it's just, like, this glorified R-word story, and it's, like, really sad, and, like, I don't know. But you know what's Some also odd? That's what I was going to say. Is every once in a while I do, and I also, first of all, have like literally personal vendettas against this show because it always True. is in my life during like bad parts of my life, as in like somehow it's just like in my personal zeitgeist of yeah. life and like just weird relations to this show. But also it's problematic. And also I will say though that I do listen to the music every once in a while. I think like maybe like three or four times a year. I'll like listen to Spring Awakening and it's always when I'm depressed. <laughs> like I never like listen to it for fun. I just kind of like, but listen, when I'm listening to it, I'm living and I sing all the words, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I just hate that show. And I yeah. don't know if it, there's room for it, honestly, <laughs> to be produced at all. Hot take, strong opinion, yeah. but I that's mean, it. I agree. I don't really have a, I'm kind of neutral on, on it, honestly. Yeah. I just feel like the Deaf West production of it that happened, yeah. that should be the last time that show was produced. I think we can shelve it. That was cool. Like Thoroughly Modern Millie. Or just like rework these shows. I don't know. Yeah, just fix them. There's just so, Cause yeah. Because like Thoroughly Modern Millie, a great example. Great show. Right. Great show. Horribly Wonderful racist. Music. Terrible, <laughs> terrible show. But great show. But That's yeah, what's confusing. Right. So like just change it. Make it good. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Back to the Eugene O'Neill Theater. <laughs> yeah. Uh, some of the big shows to first open at this stage include, oh, <laughs> include big river, big Just river, spring awakening sentence. and the book of Mormon. <laughs> um, since March, 2020, it's been closed. I, I wonder, wonder why, why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it is set to reopen this November with a run of the book of Mormon. Yeah. I mean, that's what was playing at it probably before it closed. I just like, Okay. Bear with me. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm Why are we up. opening Broadway again with the same shit? Because, like, I get that the Book of Mormon sells. Because that's the only thing that's going to make money. Yeah, I guess. And I mean, they weren't open for Think so long. Think about it. Like, Moulin Rouge is one of the Moulin Rouge was the first, one of the first ones to come back. I know, and Wicked and stuff, which like yeah. they're great, but like I don't know, do something fun and new. We just had a whole year and a half to like. Yeah. But, but also a whole year and a half of not making money, and like so I guess. I guess well, that and too. that on top of the fact that like, you know what I'm realizing right now in this moment is mm-hmm. maybe like Broadway as like an industry is hindered by the fact that it is located in New York city because there's an inherent pressure to appease tourists. Yeah. Whereas other cities don't necessarily have that. So like, not only do they have to like do these shows, like, like reopen with the shows like book of Mormon and like wicked and stuff because they're big money makers and there's a lot of money in them and a lot of investors in them, but also just due to the nature of the fact that people are traveling again, people are in New York yeah, and they right. want to see the big titles. They don't want to go see like, well, Hadestown, I mean, I think is pretty big, but not as big as like, they, yeah. they, I mean, like, I think a very like basic non-theater-y family would be more inclined to go see Wicked than Hadestown. Yeah, or totally. Something. And a non-theater crowd, you know, like yeah. are going to go to these big shows. I don't think I told you this, but mm-hmm. I bought tickets to Beetlejuice oh. for Blake's birthday. That's fine. Because we had tickets to, seen... no, this oh. is the thing. We had tickets to Beetlejuice on Broadway in February of 2020. Oh. <laughs> so that got canceled. The show got shut down and the show wasn't going to come back. And then they announced that it was coming back and then tickets went on sale 
um, on October 1st, and now they're on sale again, and they're wow. going to do it again. Is anyone we know in it? Or, like, um, you know, not know, no, no. No, there's, um, well, like, actually, a lot of the original cast is moving over with it, which is cool. Like, they're, yeah. re- they're like, repri- reprising, reprising their roles. So that's cool. Yeah. And I'm very excited. And yeah, I think that's it's fun. at um, the Marquee. I don't remember what theater it's at. Anyways. So Beetlejuice tickets have been acquired, and I'm excited to see it. That is fun. I will come back with full That'll notes be good. Yeah. on the production. <laughs> We'd like to hear. Not that I haven't seen like so much of it on YouTube anyway. I just love that. <laughs> I, I just don't love know it. the musical app. I don't really know the movie it's, that listen, well either. Listen, it's like, literally... I, I know I'm like behind the times, but... No, it's it's fine. I mean, first of all, you should definitely watch it I mean, this I've spooky season. It. Yeah. Once. We watched it together. Yeah. At the Vic. At the Vic, which um, I couldn't even hear it. Well, yeah. Oh, well, that's because Blake wouldn't stop talking. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but, uh, wait, I was going to say one thing about Beetlejuice. Oh, it's literally like the Adams to me. It's literally just Adams family re resurfaced with, uh, refaced with, uh, Beetlejuice characters. Yeah. Yeah. It like literally like it has that. like a, uh, what do you call them? Like Bombo numbers where it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, like it, ha- I mean, it has like a lot of like the same, like sort of, it hits a lot of the same musical beats as Adams family does mm-hmm. story wise. I love the Adam Sandler. Well, I love Adam Sandler the musical. I love BB Newirth and me too. And Nathan Lane in the soundtrack. And freaking Krista, Krista so Rodriguez funny. slays it. Yeah, she's great. She's so good. Yeah, she's so good. And that guy, the boy. Yeah, friend? What, um, I don't uh, know his Taylor name. something. Oh come on, he was on Smash. Oh, I didn't watch. People Smash are either. screaming at us right now. Wesley yeah, Taylor. Are probably screaming at me too. Wesley I'm Taylor. Literally no clue. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> Let me like casually just try to Google this while we continue to talk about Beetlejuice the musical. Okay. Yeah, it's Wesley Taylor. I got it right. Cool, great. Point Chase. I feel very proud of that. <laughs> he's he's just he's the way this, this the way him? this man riffs riffs. Uh, yes, he's actually very cute and he's so talented. Oh my god, do you know who Isaac Powell oh, is? Yeah, I know. He's like kind of like entering the zeitgeist right now, and he's like. Well, I mean, he's been, I think he's been around, but like, I feel like he's getting bigger now. He is so handsome and he's so talented and he kind of has like a, um, oh, he's just awesome. Oh my God. And they're engaged. Wesley Taylor and Isaac Cole Powell. Anyways. Who's that? The guy that I was just talking about. Not Wesley Taylor. Okay. I'm confused, but. That's okay. I just have some videos to show you. (laughs) (laughs) Love wins. Um, I just have to say, I will show you videos of this Isaac person because they are really good and they're really cute but he's not the original are we still talking about no no i'm so um, sorry i'm really throwing you around here yeah. <laughs> uh just know that wesley taylor was in adam's family and smash and he's very talented in a lot of other shows wesley taylor and then and you'll know him like if you like <laughs> listen to us <laughs> i don't know i feel like if you hear his voice you'll be like oh yeah that guy um well, but I anyway know. i just found out that he's engaged to this other guy totally random and not at all related that i need to talk to you about because I found you. him through TikTok. Anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll put a pin in that. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds later. like a good idea. Sidebar. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Well. So that's the, that's the history, right? That's the history. Yeah. Pretty easy. Pretty simple. Love that. Um, okay. Wait. Sorry. I know this is also another tangent. Did we see um, that play with, with Alice and Janney at the Eugene O'Neill? No. I don't think... Oh, five sec, five degrees of separation. Six degrees of, six separation. Degrees of You know what? I that saw this restaurant the other so day. Good. This restaurant was called Six Degrees, and it said, "Come in." Like it was like like their, their tagline was like, "Come hang out and like and like meet people." It's just like a restaurant, but like there, it's called oh. Six Degrees. It's kind of cute, and it's I like bet it's a reference to that, right? Oh, literally, yeah. Oh, because like, oh. why else would their tagline be like m- like Come meet people? people yeah. yeah, it's like all about like six degrees of separation. So it's kind of cool. Closing. So the we gap. should go. 
to six degrees in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, we should. I don't know. <laughs> we should. Why and not? we'll tell everyone we saw the play. <laughs> and then everyone will be like, oh my God, I love that play. <laughs> and then we'll all, yeah, great. And then we'll be the king and queen of Chicago. <laughs> 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 then we'll be handed the keys to the city. <laughs> okay, let's get into the hauntings. Let's do it. We? Yes. So the big story here is that the queen of theater herself. Yes. Who is that? Patty Patty LuPone. LuPone. (laughs) (laughs) Had a ghost encounter here. Apparently, her dressing room was super haunted and the doors were always opening and closing randomly. Mm -hmm. And here's what she had to say on the matter. I had a ghost in my dressing room. Uh, Okay, I'm starting over. I had a ghost in my dressing room. The ghost let me know he was there one day. Okay, whoa. (laughs) I'm so sorry, I can't read. (laughs) I had a ghost in my dressing room. The ghost let me know he was there one day when I thought he'd stepped <laughs> on one of my dresser's feet as I backed away from the closet. I apologized, and Lolly said, for what? She was 10 feet away. The ghost was right behind me, or so we both thought. So basically... so <laughs> you know basically, why I like, literally can't read? <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. Wait, so, so basically, Patty LuPone thought she stepped on someone's foot, but the person whose foot she thought she stepped on was across the room. Yes, yeah, and she, and the, the lolly ew, was ew, like that's like kind of creepy to think that your foot could like touch something that like or like land on something and you could feel something between you and the floor which, and there's nothing there and okay back to ghost ghost rules. feet a ghost rules, rules which we talked about a lot <laughs> in season one if you listened we, did. we love ghost rules we're writing our rule book yeah yeah but this kind of deviates because I feel a like physical usually sort of property to it. Yeah, usually you can like put a hand through a through ghost, it, right. you know, or like whatever. So wouldn't you just not even? Yeah, but well, no, as it's interesting. Learned. I just feel like I don't know. I don't. I feel like there might be like different kind of manifestations, like some that are super high energy, res- like super. Okay, this might be. I might just sound like. Well, I think I just sound like someone who believes in ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> But basically, I, maybe, maybe there are ghosts with like a lower frequency that exist on a lower frequency. And those are like the kind that kind of just like you would you would pass through or you wouldn't like be able yeah. to make contact with or they couldn't make contact with you. But if there is a ghost that's more on a higher frequency um, of energy, I guess, then like there is sort of like sort of like a physical boundary to it where like you could touch it or like we've seen and experienced like if someone's throat got grabbed or someone got pushed by a ghost, yeah. then like that, that would be like a higher frequency ghost because True. there's a physicalness to the ghost. True. There are stories like that, right? Yeah. Huh. So yeah. So yeah. maybe, yeah, maybe right. there's, maybe right. this is I just a high that. energy ghost that's hanging out with Patty the Pump. But also like, would you expect any other kind of ghost to hang out with Patty no. the Pump? No. There always going to be a high energy. Only the <laughs> highest of energy. Oh, can I say one more thing about yeah. Patty the Pump? I like, I think I told you this like in the moment, but like, I finally caught up on like the Sunset Boulevard drama of Patty Lapone oh. over the pandemic. That was like something I learned during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And uh, for any listeners who don't know that story, you gotta gotta Google it. I assume most everyone knows the stories about it, but like, just Google it. It's pretty crazy. It's just like a lot. It's just like scandalous. It's like yeah. to like a Broadway like oh my god Broadway scandal. It's like like a big Broadway T moment, and like and like not a Broadway T moment in the sense of like terrible allegations which is yeah, right. That's i feel like most kind of broadway tea, tea yeah. is these days <laughs> it's more of like a egocentric um crossing of you know boundaries and friendships and contracts and that kind of tea which is kind of fun yeah 
And not to slander Patty on a national platform. No. Which is this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this national national platform. Um, but she's like, you know, been known to be a little difficult. Oh, for sure. For sure, for sure. Lena keeps I'm sorry. we're recording with her mic for the first time and she keeps putting it lower. Too low? Yeah. Yeah. You can hug up on that mic. Okay. Yeah. You'll be fine. I'm not gonna be too hot. Not too hot. Okay. I know. I keep forgetting I can look at that. Yeah, that'll tell you. Okay. Okay. Back? Back, baby. We're back. Okay, so there's a little bit more of the Patty Lapone quote. All right, what is it? So the ghost was right behind her, right? She stepped right. on the foot. Right, ouch. Um, and then she says, Our ghost would turn the shower light on and close the dressing room door to let us know he was there. I liked him. He was friendly and a male. Stop. <laughs> Patty. That like Don't ending. gender this ghost. <laughs> what the hell, girl? I get it though. I mean, that's just so funny how she's like, he was friendly and a male. It's like, what is she insinuating? <laughs> it's just so odd to like pair that, those words together. Well, I he feel like she's maybe like male. the type of lady who doesn't, like other women, is that mean to say? You know what? I'm Listen, you say. you already said it, girl, and I'm not gonna disagree with you either. So <laughs> she's like, I knew he was a male because I liked him. Yeah, and I'm like, okay. No, I think she's like insinuating that she, maybe he was like flirting. Because she's like a very like sex positive woman, which I love about her. I don't know. Maybe she's not. Maybe that's just like a weird projection I have on Patty Lapone. But I feel like she's like really sex positive. Yeah, I love. I feel like I've said some bad things about Patty Lapone in the last five minutes. And I would just like <laughs> to set the record straight. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I keep moving my mic away. I'm sorry, Chase. That's okay. <laughs> um. Anyway. No, you're fine. You I don't. Love, I don't I think love you Patty. sound like a hater. Okay. Good. 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 Yeah. Just you know, just future career to think about. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you don't want Patty to, to blacklist you. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be kind of fun though. Shut up, it would be kind of fun because then you can like you'll bring Glenn close in the divorce. <gasps> and who? That's who I really Except I think really they want. buried the hatchet. What? That's who I really want anyway. Period. Oh god, I have to stop slandering. Yeah. Okay, Daisy. Hi, hi Daisy. She's a big Patty fan. Yeah, she's like stop talking yeah. about Patty now. <laughs> that's how Daisy talks. Okay, moving on. Okay, shut up, Daisy. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fellow Sweeney Todd cast member Donna Lynn Ch- Champlin uh, said of the ghosts at the O'Neill that there were, and this is a quote, at least two ghosts. Okay. Props would fall off the shelf and no, with no one near to blame, and actors would feel tugging on their hair so and turn around <laughs> to find no one there. The tugging on the hair is so invasive. It's so crazy. Yeah, that's like we went to this theater. Yes. Which we're actually going to cover later we in the season. We are going to cover it. I'm very excited. Uh, but Chase and I went to this theater <laughs> for like a film screening. And they, maybe I shouldn't tell. No, it's fine. Gonna talk I mean, about like it. there was hair. But there was a thing where like the ghosts would pull on long hair. Yeah. That was like the story. The, that was the like story. The, the story. Anyway. Um, I know people who, that, who that's happened to. That is? And people who have had like their earrings tugged. Like <gasps> there's one ghost that like, really likes to tug people's earrings. Isn't that so scary? It kind of like gives me that same sort of like invasive feeling as like your house getting broken into, which Lena and I know what that's like. We, we, (laughs) we really do because we got broken. We got robbed (laughs) in college. What an embarrassment. I was robbed. I was robbed. Okay. We got to get down to business. So Donna from Sweeney Todd went on to say, 
My whistle disappeared from my bloody lab coat pocket. Okay. Okay, from the show. (laughs) (laughs) Which never leaves the stage and was found down in the basement. They, whoa, that's scary that it was the, 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 it was like bloody. You know what I mean? Well, it's weird that like the whistle like would have been taken from a pocket and then brought down to the basement. Yeah. Hate that. Um, they only found it weeks later because they moved the rack and it fell to the ground. Oh my God. Weird. So it was like kind of like the whistle was like kind of hiding. Yeah. Well, and like you during a show, like stuff doesn't get moved like that. No, you know? especially like, like people who's like, who are professionals, like why would they want to like, why would they move a prop? Like I feel like yeah. props are pretty sacred in that sense. So like, yeah, totally. And also it's just like creepy to think about like the fact that it just like lived on that rack in the basement because it's kind of, I kind of am getting visuals of like, I'm getting these images, I'm getting these <laughs> visions of this ghost, like just like blowing this whistle whistleblower mm-hmm. um every night when everyone goes home they just are in the basement going beep, 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 with the they whistle. probably were honestly go off i hope they bought them another whistle yeah really leave another whistle down there leave a little whistle leave a little whistle <laughs> <laughs> um okay so that's scary quite merwin ford who is that's another an iconic name i know it's a great name merwin it's a good stage name that's so fun merwin i don't ever heard that so Merwin. It's like Merlin, but it's like Merwin. <laughs> you want to go hang out, Merwin? Merwin. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um, he is another member of the same cast. Also experienced what he considered to be a ghost encounter. He fell asleep between shows, but right beforehand, he shouted to get a wake-up call at 6.30. On the dot at 6.30, someone banged the soles of his shoes and start- startled him awake. <gasps> But when he woke, he found out that no one else was in the room. So is this a haunted theater or was it a, or was this just like a crazy haunted production of Sweeney Todd? Is the oh, question that's that Mercedes kind of fun. Posed. This is a fun thought, Mercedes. I like the idea of it just being like a haunted production versus a haunted house, like theater house. Yeah, but like if Patty in a different show felt things, then maybe... Or maybe it's no, both. No, I think it's all the same cast of, all, of, of Sweeney Todd. I think it oh, was yeah, Patty's yeah. production of Sweeney Todd. Oh, right. Okay, I'm with you. I'm yeah. with you. For a second, I thought it was it was, a it was Sunset a Boulevard. Show. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. Yeah, I, then maybe it is. If that's the it's only... It's just like all these cursed actors. <laughs> yeah. If that's the only time... Like, the, if during that show is the only time there have been ghost, yeah. like, sightings and things happening... Yeah then maybe it is the production. Honestly, yeah. I kind of, I would, I want to look up more stories about this theater, but I was also going to say, can you just imagine smacking, first of all, who sleeps, who takes a nap in shoes? So that's, that's a question <laughs> for Merwin. But Merwin. second of all, can you imagine if someone just like smacked the bottom of your shoes to like wake you up? Yeah. And then you woke up and there was no and there one was there. there was no one there, bitch. That'd be so scary. That'd be so scary. But also I love that it says right before he shouted to get a wake up call. Did not plan ahead for this nap. He's like, <laughs> oh you know, yeah. He's also, like, like if I he took a, a nap, <laughs> yeah. well, maybe he's just reminding everyone. I don't know, but it's kind of cute that a ghost is like, "I got you." Like yeah. it was like eavesdropping. Honestly, sweet. Yeah. Honestly, what a theatrical ally. He didn't want him to miss his cue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He said, "Listen, you got to start warming up, dude." <laughs> Shows at seven. <laughs> um. Wow. Well, so I kind of think it's a haunted production. Yeah. Either way, these are really fun stories. They are. I feel like we need a little like docu series on this production specifically because it sounds like everyone here are highly sensitive to the paranormal. Yeah. 
So we got to okay. call Patty Merwin and who is the third person? Donna. Donna. Uh, I love the name Donna just because of Mama Mom Mia. Mia. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we have a One little... One day we should just do a Mama Mia episode. <gasps> where, where we just talk about Mama Mia? Yeah. Okay. And maybe we can like... <laughs> well, and listen, Mama Mia, I'm telling you, Donna is a ghost in the second movie, so... <gasps> oh, yeah, that <laughs> ties little, it in. Yeah, I'm saying it's a little, it's a little bit to. of a liberty, but uh, yeah, it's a liberty well earned. It's pretty Long wild that she died. It's a dark. Like what? It's dark. Couldn't I, she have been on a trip or something? I know they really decided to do that. They really did. I know. Like they really, really killed but off But I think it's because they wanted the emotional punch. And I also think they wanted to like have ever, if they make a third Mamma Mia, they don't want anyone asking if Meryl's in it. <laughs> yeah, true. Like they're like, no, she she's She probably dead. was. I need to like, I need yeah, to be dead. She's like, like I'm distancing myself. Yeah. She said like, yeah. I can't be in a, a third sequel. Ugh. Or what is that called? Yeah, a sequel. <laughs> what else would it be called? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> I thought maybe there was a word okay. for the third one. But I guess not. Um, okay, so we have a little... Uh, like pre-bonus section bonus. What is that? About ghost sense. Oh, interesting. Another oh, rule we always thing. talk about that. Yeah. yeah. Um, like with many other theaters we've discussed before last season, this place has a certified oh de ghost. <laughs> That's what Rosetta said. Oh, that said. is funny. <laughs> That's how you say that, right? Yeah, oh, like oh like, de ghost. All. all the ghosts. <laughs> I'm just like all. Um, and the scent of lilac can be found wafting around this theater, with no known source. That's odd. That is odd. Ooh, I that love lilacs. You know what? Also, you know what's so interesting that I'm just realizing right now that like I associate certain smells with certain productions. And I don't know, mm. I never know what they are. And I never know if it's like, just like what the actors are or like, what, like maybe like some of the principal roles are wearing on stage or like what, but like every, like if I'll smell, I will smell certain smells and like perfumes or something. And I'm like, oh, that smells like Legally Blonde. Or I'll be like, that smells oh. like Sweeney Todd. Cause like for some reason, like. Like not shows you've been in. No, it's never shows I've been in. But like, you know, like when you're like, when you're watching a show, I know it's been a long time <laughs> <laughs> for me at least. Yeah. Um, since I've seen like a proper show indoors, um, but I'm like without a mask on, you know what I mean? Like no mask indoors watching a show. Yeah. Um, uh, there's, I don't know. I feel like there's always like a scent. Does that make sense? I mean, it makes sense, but I don't experience. That. Yeah. Okay. So you, you logistically, you understand, yes, yes. but I am alone in this. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> good to know. Let me know anyone out there. If you have uh, any experience with that, because, uh, yeah. Yeah, write us. Long story short, lilac, lilac is a haunted scent. I love the smell of lilac, but it does beget images of like yeah, it's kind of old, old timey. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like, if it's like all just like around this theater and no one knows why, that's for sure ghost shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like Eugene O'Neill should haunt this theater. Yeah, where is he? We should invite him. Let's invite him <laughs> to the to his theater. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that is that's fun. The Eugene O'Neill Theater. Eugene O'Neill. I can't wait to go back. I've I've been there once. I saw. I did see Book of Mormon on Broadway, so I saw that there. I so I don't know if I've seen it. I never remember where I see stuff. Like if I go on to a show on in New York or like on Broadway, I don't remember the theater, which I should. No, it's hard. I think it's hard. I just like don't think about it for some reason. The only reason I remember like some of them is because like they're like major like. 
Book of Mormon's been there forever. Like, you know, yeah, the Gershwin's totally. going to be wicked. Like, yeah, that right, kind right, of right. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But amazing. Okay, cool. cool. Love that. Love it. Our first, first theater down. Our first theater. Our first theater. <laughs> I can't believe it. Now it's time for first bonus. Bone. Oh, I don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I would like to retract my last statement. Um, okay, so... This is called, the bonus section is called, The Petrifying Parlay. Parlay. Petrifying Parlay, <laughs> <Parlay>. matey. Love. <laughs> Love it. Love. Love. <laughs> <laughs> so, since the ghosts featured in this episode are known for moving items and slamming doors, Mercedes figured that we would talk about a specific type of ghost for the Petrifying Parlay. Poltergeists. Ooh, and I love the alliteration, the... Petrifying, petrifying parlay, parlay poltergeists. poltergeists colon poltergeists i love that <laughs> I, the power mercedes has for real so poltergeists are spirits i actually don't really know this i don't know this either either like easier. the distinction <laughs> i'm very excited yeah <laughs> um poltergeists are spirits who are characterized by their ability to not just be seen or heard by the living but also possess the ability to move physical tangible objects in our world hmm interesting Okay, so that's like what we were talking about. So it's poltergeists yeah. that can do that. That's interesting. In occultism, this spirit is also known to be malicious or at the very least disturbing. Think actions which are specifically violent in nature. Yeah. Yeah. Well, have you seen the old poltergeist? The movie poltergeist? I've never seen the new one. I've only seen the old. Like the one where it ends in the pool with all the remember. skeletons? I don't remember. It's like in the 80s. Yes, yeah, that one. Okay, yes, yeah. yes. All I really remember is... They made a new one? Oh, I thought... Maybe they did. I just don't know. I think they did. Yeah, okay, wig. I mean, please correct me if I'm wrong, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> um, but the only thing I really remember is that scene where the mom is like doing something and then she turn she has her back turned and then she turns back and the kitchen, all the tables and chairs are like, oh, yes. are like stacked up yes. in like a second. Yes. That is, that is so scary. So scary. Oh, can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> no, that'd be horrifying. Oh my God. Whoa. Um, so yeah, so these are like kind of crazy violent spirits apparently. Okay. Good to know. Um, according to popular belief, poltergeists often fixate on a specific person. Oh no. Often, <laughs> <laughs> often an adolescent. Whew, okay. We've... <laughs> <laughs> we're, past, we're past that. Often an adolescent and also usually women. All right. <laughs> As a focal point of all their... Ac- oh. Yeah. And usually women. Okay. <laughs> and? You can edit that. <laughs> Basically, uh, they pick a specific person for all their activity. Okay. Thus, some believe that unlike other ghosts, poltergeists may not be attached to a specific building or piece of land, but can attach themselves to a certain body or soul to torment. So that brings us back to the haunted production of Sweeney Todd versus the building. Or maybe it was just those actors all happen to be haunted. They're like the cast. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. An interesting uh, little bonus section here, Mercedes. And it makes sense that Sweeney Todd... Would oh, be the one that yeah. was like for yeah. sure, for sure. I love that idea. Sweeney Todd. Also, if you see a good production of Sweeney Todd mm, Live, that mm-hmm, shit mm-hmm. can get freaky. Mm-hmm. It is, yeah. Is he a bad one? Yeah, well, yeah, no, yeah. Oh, they got with peace and love, a high school one. Probably not gonna be very scary. Yeah, but if you see like a good production, mm-hmm. like I saw like a really good one 
I've never seen a good back. one. <laughs> <laughs> well, who'd you see? Who'd you see perform? Yeah, Put them on blast, girl. Pull them out. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but no, it's uh, it's pretty fun and freaky. I also did the Im- like the sort of like immersive one at that oh, fake yeah. pie shop in New York. That was really uh, fun. Yeah. That was really fun. That's a that great... one wasn't that freaky. Oh, Surprisingly, like it not been that the scary. Most freaky if it was immersive. I know it was fun. It was really good, and the talent was through the roof. But that would that is a good show to make immersive. Oh my god, it's so much fun. Fun, yeah, so fun. Hmm. Anyways, poltergeists. Um, yeah. So poltergeists. One of the most famous instances of a poltergeist that is largely still touted by believers as undecided mm. is the Einfield poltergeist. This happened to the Hogson family in the UK. <gasps> I know this story. You know story. this story? Yeah, because it was in The Conjuring 2. Oh. And it's a good movie. It's a good movie. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Never seen it. Yeah, well, maybe you <laughs> should watch it. <laughs> um, so, this family in the UK. Margaret and Janet, the daughters of the family, were apparently harassed by demonic voices, obje- objects moving with no explanation, and even levitation. Hell no. From seven from nineteen seventy seven to nineteen seventy nine, that's a long. It's two years. It's two years too long to be haunted. To be by levitating, a yeah. <laughs> Dua Lipa, Dua Lipa has been levitating yeah. that long though. <laughs> Maybe she has a poltergeist. <laughs> I'm levitating. <laughs> Wait, that's funny. <sighs> she needs Halloween merch now. Yeah, really. <laughs> this case remained popular because some of the witnesses to the events include a police constable, a press photographer, and investigators. Oh, so, like, they're, like, more official, I guess? Yeah. However, apparently there was evidence that at least some of it was just kind of pranks. (laughs) Girl. So while some of it remains unexplained, there is for sure an element of falsehood here, which I think a lot of ghost stories are pranks. Sorry, I just heard a boom, and that scared me so bad because... I know, it was my neighbor coming home. That was so scary. Just, like, as we're talking about this and hearing <laughs> no. a bang was not needed for me. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm just not used to the sounds of your apartment, so yeah, that, right, like, kind right. of scared me. And she's very close. I'm, like, crying. Yeah, she, he, he is. He's crying. <laughs> Can't confirm. Just kidding. Um, but I just think a lot... Not to dis... Like, Tessa. you know, ghosts are... Ghosts are... <laughs> I think ghosts are a thing, but I think a lot of the stories are probably fake yeah, that you hear. I don't know. Yeah. And I don't know if they're fake in the sense of like people are making it up, but it's fake in the sense of like self-manifesting situations and like falsely attributing them to ghosts. Yeah. Yeah. With or maybe no intention to do so. Oh, I mean, yeah. I just don't know who would prank people and thinking they're haunted <gasps> for mean- two years, Lena. Okay, good point. It's not like a day. It's not <laughs> a like two an year instance. plank prank plank. Let's bring that <laughs> a back. Two year plank. <laughs> two year plank. Yikes! I can't even do a minute. I'm <laughs> 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 yeah, glad. Yeah, no, I can't either, Lena. Um, <laughs> a lot of skeptics have discredited claims of a poltergeist with the classic responses: physical harm is seen as hysteria or a break in mental stability. Yeah. Loud noises are water pipes shifting or creaking or creaky floors. Movement of items is the wind. Girl. Yeah. Basically, if you're a skeptic, this type of ghost is pretty easy to write off. But if you're a believer, then poltergeists are a whole new type, type of terror. Type of terror. And Mercedes, I need to get you a, a, um, an, <gasps> an alliterate. 
an alliteration button. Sorry, Daisy just jumped at the table. Yeah. For what? For what? (laughs) And for what, Daisy? Wait, Um, what were you saying? I was just saying that she is just a wonderful alliterator. Nothing that relevant. Let's get her a Pulitzer. But I will say she deserves one. Um, But also I was going to say that movement of items, you know, there there are very little reasons why an item should move on its own. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And I've heard so many stories about people like things moving around their house and it's, um, it's freaky. I don't know. I think it's freaky. I think that's like a telltale sign of for sure a ghost. Those, to me, that's the hardest to write off, I guess is what I'm saying. Well, I I feel like poltergeists are the hardest to write off in general because it's like physical, like. Says the girl who's like, it's probably just a prank. But I'm saying like, (laughs) no, but because this is saying that like people write these off the most. Oh, I see. But yes. like, you're right. If a, if a, well, and if it's all if happening in tandem moving, with it, yeah. Or you're fucking levitating. Mm, do a. Yeah. <laughs> do a. Do a. Yeah, then, no, I agree. Especially yeah. if like in tandem with everything else happening. Right. Like if one of those happens like once in a blue moon, then maybe it's just a random odd thing. But if like, it's like all these things happening at the same time, yeah, we're spooked. Like a creek. I think it's easier to write off to me. Oh, absolutely. Like that bang I just heard, easier to write off yeah. as your neighbor coming home. Mm-hmm. But if I watched like our laptop slide across the table. Exactly. Not super easy to write off. <gasps> Wait. I know people who have seen that happen. Not with their laptop, but with like, like things. I've seen, I know people who have seen things slide in front of their eyes. What the hell? Isn't that so scary? Yeah. Uh-oh. We got a <laughs> Can purr. you hear Daisy yeah. purring? <laughs> it's probably relaxing to the listeners. True. It's like ASMR. Yeah. Welcome. I should put it right by her. Daisy ASMR. Daisy Masar. Day. No. Mm, we can workshop it. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, that is um, our bonus section. Yes. Great bonus section. Wonderful. I actually was I'm happy to know the distinctions of a poltergeist because, again, I never knew that Me sort too. of language on it. Me too. I wonder if it's connected to demons. Yeah, or if it's like a sort of like a more of like a, a alternate, like a from a different universe sort of spirit. Mm, or if it's just a Like soul. not a soul that left. Yeah, like it's more just like, like an entity from a different yeah. realm. I'm, listen, ever since Marvel and Stranger Things, you're, I'm fully like, I think about universes like a lot. Dimensions. Dimensions a lot. And interdimensional travel a lot. That must be. It's like the same thing as aliens. Okay, someone's really revving their engine. But, um... <laughs> Same, Same thing, thing with like aliens, aliens yes. is like how arrogant to think, to think that we're the only yeah. life you know, or like yeah. form, you know, yeah. whatever. It is arrogant to think. And I feel that way with like dimensions kind of like, I don't Honestly, know, does that sound I'm dumb? Like, no, it's like I agree. How, I agree. And also I heard another thing. I know I'm going on an alien tang- tangent, but um, that an- that maybe we don't, we haven't found aliens like in our universe because they are on a different dimension. So it's taking us a while to get to each other or like they can see us and like contact, like it's like, cause you yeah, can't but they just don't want reach you the messy. dimension above you, Yeah, but you can reach the dimensions below you. Oh, I love that. And so if they're on a higher dimension, yeah, a higher listen, plane or whatever, yeah, then it, they can fuck with us, but we can't see them or detect them. I'm all about that. And I would buy that because I do think that like, I don't know, the vision, the visual I'm getting is like, you're at a bar, 
and you're like just starting your night, but there's like someone throwing up like wasted, like I'm not going to like intervene or like hang out with them. I'm just going to like keep <laughs> drinking and doing my thing. Yeah. And I'm you're not... on a different plane of existence. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, girl, I'm just going to let you do your thing and I'll pop in and out of your night. But that's just different. Yeah. Different yeah. vibe. Yeah, different. And they're all the aliens are probably just looking at us like the messes that we are. Exactly. As the human race. And they're just like, yeesh. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Well, and a good thing, I forgot like the, a little tidbit about that, is that like we can see like 2D stuff. Yes. Oh, I love like, that. You know it's what like I mean? the so, like, we thing. can go. It's like goes down. But like what about the like four, what yes. about dimensions above us? Yes. Like then can they not, like we can interact with two dimensional yes. things. Yeah. So why doesn't that mean that higher dimensions can't react? Yeah. Or, there's like really cool, us. like there's like really cool analogies that I am not well versed enough in to be able to explain to you, but it's basically like the way that you can like look at an arcade game, like a classic Pac-Man game and you can see Pac-Man and you can see the ghosts moving around and you can see like all the characters and everything like that, but they don't know where the other ones are. Like Pac-Man can't see the ghosts. The ghosts can't see mm. each other. The ghosts can't see because there's walls. Yeah. Right. Like their world is like blocked off in that way. But as like an observer of Pac-Man, you can see them all moving around. Oh my God, so we're the aliens of Pac-Man. Team. And Pac-Man is Earth. And Pac-Man is a messy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's the one at the club throwing up yeah. and we're not intervening. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're not taking her home. <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you. Yeah. Everyone for great. listening. I'm happy to be back on Ghostlight. This is so exciting. Me too. Yeah. Um, so with that, with that, let's please, go back to our classic and yeah, outro. Here we go. You missed it. You love it. Here <laughs> and it is. Here it is. <laughs> <laughs> please subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already and feel free to check out any other CTC. No, please subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already and feel free to check out other CTC podcasts as well. And if you'd like to further support our podcast, please rate us and leave us a review on wherever you're listening. It really helps a lot. Um, but also what helps is sending this podcast to friends and family. Mm-hmm. Word of mouth. Classic. <laughs> Classic. Uh, W-O-M. <laughs> WOM. WOM. <laughs> Finally, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Connective Theater Company. And should you have any spooky stories you would like to share, theater related or not, Feel free to send them our way at ghostlightctc at gmail.com. Thank and you. This, Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to like clarify. This can be like, again, theater related or not. Yeah. Send us anything. We're just going to talk about ghosts. Did Honestly, you, even aliens. Send us an alien story. If you've seen a yeah. UFO, we want to know. We, we want to know. Seen a UFO? We want to know. <laughs> Call this number. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening. We love you so much and we appreciate it. And don't forget... To leave, leave the, the light, light on. on. Ooh. Ooh.